Alrighty, thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. I'm Cameron Heim. And I'm Conrad Finos. And today our topic is complicity and silence taking land from indigenous peoples in Costa Rica with the article written by Lucia Lechui. I think it's Lechou. Lechou. And with our guest speakers, Cassidy and Lily. Today we're going to be focusing on the indigenous people of Costa Rica and in particular the Bribri community and how they have dealt with discrimination and persecution by their own state that governs them as in the Costa Rican government and how they're dealing with such matters on their own. All right, so just to give a little bit of background into why we chose this subject is because about two weeks ago, we all had the opportunity um, with our study abroad program to take a weekend excursion to the Bribri community here in Costa Rica. Um, it was about a four hour drive uh, to the like farm that we basically set up shop at and like got on the boats and then we had like about a two hour boat ride um, on the river that separates Panama and Costa Rica up to the Bribri community where we spent the day we had lunch um, and we watched the one of the elder ladies uh, make how to how to make chocolate uh, from cacao beans damn that chocolate sounding really good right now man yes it was a very good chocolate and it was pretty cool to see the whole process from start to finish um and it got us to wondering like is there like is the land that they're on right now was that with them for many years or did they have to fight for that land or did they move around a lot um and so yeah that's why we chose this subject because we have experienced the Bribri community firsthand and we want to know a little bit more about them. Question to you, Cassidy, is do you believe that the land that they are on is their original land or do you believe that they had to fight for that or take it from other places um, and move around a lot? Well, for me, I believe that their um, land that they're on currently probably isn't their original land. Similar to in America, um, in America, natives get moved around a lot as their land is being taken and stolen from them over time. Big corporations want it. People who feel that they're entitled want it. So I feel like they probably found this land, especially since it's an hour ride to their location upriver, and decided to move off off the grid in a way to avoid having their land taken any further. Yeah, and they are on the uh, they're on the border with Panama too. Which yeah. Is pretty crazy like that hour ride was pretty eye-opening it makes made me stop and think of how much these people really will not like to be discovered because most likely every time they landed somewhere where people could find them their land was probably taken and they're relocated over time over time so i feel like right now all the land in costa rica technically is theirs it technically is but not a lot of people see it as that as they have been seen as outdated or less civilized in a way but Technically, if they are the natives of the land, all the land belongs to them. So, Follow-up question. Now, do you think that they are going to be there for a long time, or do you think that they're going to face more problems coming up? Like, Do you think the government is going to understand and allow them to stay there, or do you think the government is going to want change and want them to move out? Well, I definitely know that they're going to face more problems. I mean, the natives back home in America are facing problems with the small amount of lands that they're being given. Um, I definitely feel like they will continue to face problems, but I hope that there are people who will continue to speak up for what they believe in um, and stand up for them, knowing that this is their rightful land and they don't deserve to be pushed out. Hopefully the Costa Rican government can come to the conclusion that this is 
their rightful land and respect that and give them the dignity and respect they deserve. But right now, it feels like it's a far away along. But as long as there's people that continue to speak and use their voice, I feel like sooner or later, their voices will be heard. Alrighty, thank you for that answer. And next, we're going to have a conversation, or we're going to have a question from Conrad with Lily. Alright, hey guys, Conrad here. Now we're going to move on to another question, which is question number two. And I'm going to be asking my friend Lily here. And so, Lily. How would it feel if aliens came to California and where you lived and forced you out? Theoretically, what would you do? Like, they just dropped down and they just sent out a message. Hey, hmm. we're taking over. Well, I think there would be a lot of chaos. People going everywhere. Ah, I don't know. If people were know. to come to your house and say, yeah. tell your mom and your sister right now as we speak. That you gotta move out because... Oh, I tried to kill the alien. You try and kill them? Yeah. Dang. You know, like in... Maybe um, that's what the Bree people tried to do at one point or another. They did, and they got murdered for it. Yeah, they got murdered for it because they had better technology, unfortunately. Yeah, but if it's our land, then yeah, I try to kick them out. Yeah. In any way I can. Yeah. Because they have no right. They got their whole other planet. Yeah, they got the There's a difference between negotiating and trying to force someone out of their own homes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That'd be whack. Especially if they said, like, there was a precious metal where your, you know, where your house was or wherever you were living. They would try and kick you out for it, and uh, it would not be good whatsoever. And so, yeah, where would you go? Where would I go? If anywhere, yeah. I don't know. If it was just myself, I would get a boat and go where I wouldn't have to deal with the problem, but it would be a much more difficult situation because I would have my whole family. But, you know, people will stand united and fight against it. Yeah. Do you think home is where the heart is or that's where your family is? I don't think home is as much of a property but the people you are with. And so I think that's when things get chaotic is when people start hurting people you love. Because then that's more of taking someone's home. Yeah. That probably happened to the Bree community quite a bit, you know, especially when their land's taken. It, uh, it splits them up, divides families. And so, so you would take a boat. But uh, where would you go? Would you go to, like... Alaska or something or not Alaska. Um, probably I don't know. Somewhere where it's safe. Safe. Yeah. yeah. Places are you know. <laughs> everywhere yeah. is safer. Every no nowhere is safe. Only safer. And to jump in on that too, an article it's actually stated that in less than two years, um, in less than two years, two indigenous leaders were who were utilizing direct action in the process of reclaiming their ancestral lands. Defenders of the rights of the indigenous people actually have been murdered. So they have been taking action within the past, like probably within the past two years or more, um, in the process of actually wanting to get and reclaim their land back. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like uh, getting indigenous leaders like killed over just like them speaking out against like, hey, what you guys are doing is not cool, and you know. It's all a ploy to just break up the Bree community and, and kind of sh- wreak havoc and destroy their leaders, therefore making them vulnerable and more, more weaker to, uh, to more invasive measures by the Costa Rican government in terms of just, I would say, agriculture and resource, resources and, uh, and what else? Agriculture and resources, yeah, it's just to take their land and uh, have it for their own and... Yeah, it's, it's really no wonder that they're on the border between Panama and uh, Costa Rica because that's kind of like, a, you know, that's 
it's kind of like a no man's land or it's, no 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 that's like a like like kind of like a safe zone where it's mm-hmm. like it's kind of governed by um, you know Panama and Costa Rica at the same time just a river yeah. away Alrighty, guys thank you for joining in on our podcast with our topic on the indigenous people of Costa Rica specifically the Bribri community and how their uh, land has been disputed for the past many 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 years um, one final wrap-up question. Um, I know that we have, in the United States, we have the Native Americans um, as well uh, who have land and who are facing pretty much the same situation as the Bribri community. Would you guys have any ways that you could maybe help or support uh, not only our Native Americans in the U.S., but also the Bribri community here in Costa Rica? Well, um, I feel like activism is a pretty big first step for any problem going on in the world. Um, you have to make noise for you to be heard. Um, and over time, I feel like if people continue to make enough noise, they have to be heard because as a citizen, we are the main the main focus of our country. We are their biggest concern and we should always be their first priority and what we want should be the biggest thing to them as we run the government and we should. Conrad, thank you. Lily, thank you. Cassidy, mm-hmm. thank you. Conrad, any last minute? I would say activism and getting out on Instagram and sharing our voice would probably be one of the best courses of action because, you know, we have power with our phones and we rarely realize it. And, uh, you know, spreading the word does a lot, you know. People actually care about what you have to say, you know, regardless of who you are. And just getting that word out would probably be the best thing possible, you know. A quick story post or just get people thinking about it, you know. Alrighty, thank you guys for joining in again and uh, have a good one. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, bro. Good day.